We are straight-talking Southern girls in our 50s, and that's what you're going to get. Welcome to Ladies Roadmap. We're your hosts, Joe Jamie Tyler and Lana Helda. Come along for the ride and join us as we travel to bring you thought-provoking subjects and women who inspire and strive to make a difference in the world. Thank you for joining Joe Jamie and myself, Lana Helta, and we are here with our resident nutritionist and guru, Sherry Swanson from Swanson Health Center. If you've heard our Ask Sherry segments before, we've done, oh, three or four questions at a time, but today we've had such rave reviews about our segments with Sherry and people asking so many questions, we decided to ask Sherry for the whole show. (laughs) Hi, Sherry. Hi. So good to be here. We're so glad to have you because we have some really good questions for you today. We do. And and we've talked to our listeners and they've been sending in questions. And so we're just going to go down the list and talk about things that are happening to those of us that are in our second act of life. And, uh, dealing with these issues. And the one of the first questions we had, one of our listeners says she has been diagnosed with osteoporosis and they've given her a med and I believe it was called Sosamex. Is that right? Fosamax. Fosamax. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And her question was, what can she, first of all, does she have to take the med? And second of all, if she doesn't take the med, what could she take in what what could she take instead natural you know food wise or supplements well fosamax is one of the drugs in a class called biphosphonates and i'm not a fan uh of them at all and i would prefer when i'm talking to an individual about this subject for them to look at a good source of, of nutrients, such as check their vitamin D level, needs to be between 40 and 50. They also need to be taking vitamin K, uh, depending on the amount of D. Uh, I can't say exactly how much K, it just depends. But if your D is low, it needs to be 5,000 units a day for at least three months and then have the blood rechecked. Because if it's under five thousand, it's not gonna it's not gonna go anywhere. One thousand, two thousand. You got to get it up to five consistently for about three months, and then the K directs it into the bone. So vitamin K is very important. So when you're looking at a product to build bone, you want something that doesn't just have calcium and magnesium in it because that's going to get into the bloodstream, but it isn't necessarily going to get into the bone. So, And it could actually end up going up into the carotid arteries, um, and you certainly don't want that, but that can happen. So you want a, a supplement that has the trace minerals, the boron, the manganese, the zinc, these teeny tiny little bits of trace minerals in there so everything gets directed into the bone. So if we were going to put in the show notes exactly what someone would really want to take, what would you tell them? Well, I, I would I would give them, uh, there's a product called, um, it's, it's our own product called Bone Builder. Swanson Health Center Bone Builder. And that's only going to give you, and people are going to say that's not enough, 800 
milligrams a day, but it's really enough because if you're eating correctly, you get those other 400, because 1200 would be the RDA, of your calcium. So I prefer to go a little bit under that, get the other amount through your food. Then you use vitamin C. Nobody much talks about that, but C is the glue that holds the bricks together. So that is the glue in your bones. So vitamin C is very important. I call it a full spectrum C, not just ascorbic acid by itself. And then you would take probably, I would say a minimum of a thousand milligrams twice a day. It depends on the individual, of course, but that that's a good rule of thumb. And then let's see, our DRC, our bone builder, and then your vitamin K, depending on the amount of calcium that you're taking, but you must have K with it or it doesn't get directed into the bone. Yeah. I mean, because osteoporosis is a very real thing. My grandmother had osteoporosis and it could be part of what she even, you know, made her finally demise. You know, another important thing is the word osteopenia I'm not sure what year it was coined, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't around 30 years ago. It's a new word. Mm -hmm. Everyone over 50 has osteopenia. It is simple wear and tear that is age appropriate. It doesn't mean you have a disease and people get all upset with this word. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you to be upset about that word. That's a really good point, Sherry. And and that's something that, you know, I think we go in and, and we get we get scared. And then all of a sudden, so is that one of the reasons why, uh, if they did start prescribing something like this, which would be a, the, 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 the medicine that you were talking about in the first, Fosamax or Fosamax or whatever it was. (laughs) Well, you know, the thing I'm going to let people Google these things and let them read the side effects for themselves. It's, gnarly. Right. And that's what she was concerned about. She did send that in and said, you know, I really don't want to be on this medication. Can I not be on the medication and still be dealing, you know, taking uh, well, care of this? my feeling is yes. Okay, good. Good to know. I'm sure she'll be glad to hear it. Let's talk about food because you just said you're getting some of your vitamins from food. What foods are you recommending? And especially for our our skin and our, you know, our face and our skin, what are good foods that we should be eating? I think... In today's world, people don't know a non-food from a food anymore. And a perfect example of that is I had a cancer patient today who actually is eating very well, but she eats a bar for lunch. Now, this is... You're talking is, about a health food bar, like a yeah. uh, granola bar? Well, that would be on the bottom of the totem pole for sure, because it'd be so high in sugar. But there are others that look very good on paper. I mean, you're looking at the ingredients and you think, pretty good. But put a bar out and see if it will mold. If it won't mold, it's not a food. You can't make any new cells from it. These, If it won't mold, it, you know, you're eating something that makes you register full, but it's not a food. Yeah, you're not getting any nutrients from it. And I told her, I realize uh, she's a very, very busy professional, but I told her, I said, I'm real sorry but you got to eat real food. And that doesn't mean you go buy a salad that's been wrapped up in cellophane and (laughs) God knows how old it is. Really? So that's not even good. Look, if you put a person, I love visual aids. If you put a person into a box and put cellophane over the top of the box, how long is that person going to be alive? (laughs) That's a good visual right there. Isn't that a great visual? visual. (laughs) 
I'll never forget when I first went to Sherry years ago and she said, she told me that analogy, if it doesn't mold, it's not a food. So we, and she said, will an Oreo mold? No. Will a slice of American cheese mold, the wrapped up processed kind? No. So these foods, these, what we call food are really not foods. Wow. I feel... I try not to look at people's grocery baskets, but I can't help myself. And eight times out of 10, there's no food in that whole basket. Yeah. So back to the, this is what, you know, when, when people were sending things in, everyone, of course, at our age does want to know, what can I do to main, to help maintain my skin? What can I do to help maintain, keep my face up? And so obviously we need to be eating lots of vegetables and a lot of good, healthy food. Are there some supplements that you think really do plump up the skin just a little bit? You used to tell me about the vitamin C and the protein powder, and if yeah. you do it at night, mm-hmm. and you told me a lot that you used, to, I don't know if you're still doing it, but that you would do a little bit of that at night before you went to bed. And Sherry's face looks really good, and it always has. <laughs> well, I think if there's one, if you just pick one thing, it would be vitamin C. And vitamin C is a det- detoxifier. A lot of people don't know that. It's very, very good for the liver. I look... When I look at skin, and what I think of first is I think of how clean is the bloodstream because your skin is your only expendable organ. In other words, by that I mean anything that's in the blood that doesn't belong there is going to come out on your skin. Right. So you want to make sure that you're pooping correctly. You want to make sure that the liver is functioning correctly. Now, you could do something as simple as eat beets you know? And a lot of people think, oh, I don't like them because the only thing they ever knew was was canned ones, which are god-awful. But if they're grated fresh... Mm-hmm. Oh, they're yummy. I've never mm-hmm. done that. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, them. you grate them. There's something um, that uh, my son Alex made up called Detox Salad, and it's two grated carrots, one grated apple, one grated beet, and one chopped piece of celery with a little lemon juice squeezed over it, a two-year-old will eat it. You want to clean up your liver? Mm-hmm. That'll clean up your liver. You know what? Let's put yeah. that recipe on our resource page. Yeah. yeah. It's a really good one. Oh, and so you just, just peel the... the I don't. You, you well, pe- I guess oh, you, you should. I don't. No, but I just well, scrub them. Just but sometimes scrub I do, but a lot of times really? I don't. You don't even have to peel yeah, it. It's no. just like carrots. And if you want, if wow. you're new to beets, get a, get the yellow ones. Mm-hmm. They'll be very sweet. There's nobody will even know what they are right. because everyone perceives themselves as not liking them. You know, a lot of people don't realize that that prunes are the highest source of boron, and boron is critically important for bone health. And when I was a child, not any longer, but when I was a child, all mothers stewed fruit for their right. children, and stewed fruit tastes so delicious. You and know if, what? Let's just talk about that real quick. That's just putting a little bit of water in a pan yeah, and heating it. Yeah. And it's it takes 10 to 15 minutes. Like I have some strawberries that are going to go on me, a whole bunch of them. And so I'm going to stew them this evening. I'm just going to put a little water in a pan and put it on low and come back 15 minutes later and I'll have jam. And no and, sugar. Um, no. And I'll put a little bit, maybe a little bit of... Um, vanilla, or maybe a little bit of cinnamon. It depends on how I'm feeling. Uh, If I think they're not sweet enough, I'll stick a little stevia in. Uh 
And that way, and then what I do is I put them in zip bags, sandwich zip bags, throw them in the freezer and use them as needed for um, shakes. Or sometimes, do you know what makes the most incredible, wonderful uh, snack or after dinner treat is, do you know what cacao nibs are? Oh, yeah. Okay. But maybe everybody else doesn't know. Well, they're just um, unprocessed cocoa bean done in little bits. Uh, you know, they haven't been processed yet, so it's bitter cocoa, but there's all these antioxidants and wonderful things in cacao nibs. And I put it, now I eat goat yogurt, but if people think they don't like that because they don't know what it is, you could just use full fat Greek yogurt. And then I stir a little bit of my fruit in yeah. with that. And I'm telling you... And then you top it with the cacao nibs. Yes. Well, oh. and then, and then didn't, you, didn't you turn me on to cacao magic? Yes, oh, I did. Love that stuff. You put that on and a little bit of yogurt with some fruit, and there's just a little bit of crunch to it, and it will satisfy any sweet craving. They w- it will. It's amazing stuff. Yeah. It's not cheap. It's at the health food store, yeah, but it, it is. It's expensive. But it lasts forever. I've yeah. probably had that bag for six months or more. So that's another great tip, cacao but magic. there's so many little things people can use for desserts that as your palate becomes adjusted, you don't really think about the crap anymore. Yeah, exactly. You just don't. So then there was another question that came up, again, very age appropriate, and that was of people suffering from arthritis and wondering what they can do or avoid um, to help them with their arthritis. Well, osteo or rheumatoid? Oh, I don't really know. Probably more, probably more osteo. Just you know, old age kind yeah, of getting bone the, on bone, right? And getting yeah. the the hands yeah. and the bone and on some bone. of their feet and and knees and whatnot. Well, you just want to look again. It's 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 kind of two plus two making four. It's fresh fruits and vegetables, not processed food. Anything that's more anti-inflammatory. I mean, there are products like I think uh, like. Uh, collagen powders mm-hmm. are a good idea, but you want to make sure your acid alkaline balance is more like 50 50. And what's acid is dairy, meat, and grain, alkaline is fruits and vegetables. It's exactly a question. My next question was about alkaline versus acid. Mm-hmm. And we tend to eat acidically because they keep us full and make you feel good after you've eaten them. So what people do is they eat 90% acid and 10% alkaline because fruits and vegetables don't keep you real full. But if you, it should be 60% alkaline, 40% acid, but just for the sake of argument, let's say 50-50. So you look at a plate, divide it down the middle, half of that plate should be acid, half should be alkaline. So if you eat a sandwich at lunch, you eat a piece of fruit. Right. It's not that hard. You just always need your fruit and vegetable in right. every meal. Right. It's so easy when you're racing around, like I've been doing lately, and you grab, I'll, I'll, I'll be a little bit healthy because at least I'll grab my, you know, uh, chia, chia gluten-free bread and I'll toast it real quick and put some almond butter on it. And I know that's good, but then it's like, you know, it's hard. So sometimes I'll grab an apple, but it's hard to make see, sure you that get was those really, balances. That was lovely. Yeah. For when you're in a hurry, that that was a very acceptable breakfast. Yeah, or lunch. A lot of times that's lunch. Uh-huh. But yeah, you have to you just have to always think where's my where's that piece of fruit? Where's that antioxidant or where's that vegetable with whatever you have? Mm-hmm. Okay, so do we want to talk about some 
foods that are good to eat for weight loss because everybody after 50, we're all feeling that little mid pudge in the middle. Or, or, or should we talk about foods that will at least bump our bump up a metabolism? Because I know the weight loss thing is so huge and it's like, where do you start? Well, but, remember the 10 hour eating window, right? Well, let's That's talk important about to talk let's about talk that about again. The 10 hour, yeah. Tell okay. us about that. So before the advent of radio, even when there were no distractions and people just went to bed, you know, because there was nothing else to do, and plus they had to get up early in the morning, you had a natural detoxification period of 14 hours in the evening while you were sleeping that the liver detoxified and built an immune system and let go of excess fat out of the cells. Now, Now we eat till we go to bed much of the time. So the liver is very single-minded. It can only do one thing at a time and it can either digest food or it can detoxify, let go of fat, build an immune system. So if you eat within a 10 hour, let's say you ate at 8 a.m., the last meal would come in at 6 p.m. Now that's not so easy for people. And I also realize that not everybody can choose when they eat breakfast. But I've tried to help people, especially if they're not real hungry early in the morning, to take something easy with them. Because I think the best time and when people are most interested in eating is 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. And you get you're really looks hungry. really good mm-hmm. at 10. And this is, this is really good because then the last food comes in at 8 p.m., which is a much more reasonable okay. thing for Americans. So we should wait to eat breakfast if we can. If you could. And, and if that means taking it with you, you're really better off eating about 10 because then it, people often, they're not even home at six yet. Right. So if we make this more believable this way, it is easier to right. honor that 10-hour period of time. Now, I don't care if people eat twice a day, three times a day, six times a day. Find your rhythm. My rhythm is I can, uh, if I eat substantially in the morning, I can make it till dinner and I'm hypoglycemic. Wait a minute. You eat, you don't eat anything in between? Well, today I did. What what I did today was I take a jar of leftover dinner Mm -hmm. from the night before. And what that was... Um, actually, it was a mixture. I put in uh, asparagus, a hard-boiled egg, and I have pasta that's made from chickpeas, so Ooh. it's very high in protein. Right. And so I had a few of those left over. They didn't have anything on them even. I just had too many last night. So I put you know, probably a quarter cup of those in with the hard-boiled egg and the asparagus, and that was my lunch. That was lunch. a great lunch, yeah. It was well, a great lunch. What's your go-to breakfast? My go-to breakfast is, I think, I think I'm addicted to it. I eat in a very normal, conventional way on the weekends with my husband for breakfast. But on weekdays, I take organic canned pumpkin and I take a quarter a cup of it. I take two tablespoons of the cacao nibs, a tablespoon of chia seeds, a fourth of an avocado, Now, if you didn't want to use avocado, you could use yogurt because it's a binder in it. And then I use eight ounces of coconut milk, but it could be any fluid that makes you happy, almond milk, so on and so forth. 
And then I put in uh, my protein powder, which in my protein powder, I use a couple scoops, but it's protein powder of your choice. Just make sure it's a raw protein powder. And by that, I mean that it hasn't been heated over 82 degrees. Otherwise, the protein is, to me, denatured. It's going to go poof on you. So you want to know. And if it doesn't tell you that on the label, call the company. They have to answer. That's why like your that. skin looks so beautiful. I, because it, that avocado and that pumpkin, everything you're saying. Because seriously, look at her skin. I mean, it looks amazing. And she doesn't have dark circles under her eyes. And her eyes are always bright. And it's it's a testament. It's a testament to how you've always eaten, Sherry. Even though you are only 30. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Oh, but no. I mean, you look amazing. And, 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 and that's because you've taken such good care of yourself. Well, I, I think it helps for sure because it plumps the skin up from underneath. It helps the collagen yeah. of the skin. I mean, your skin looks amazing. My skin, I'm more sunken in my face than you are. Well, I outweigh you by a great deal. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about food that would boost our metabolism. Well, food- wait, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we even go there, let's go back. So I want to understand this clearly. You're saying that we're supposed to eat, like if we eat at 10 in the morning or 8, let's just say 8. If we eat our breakfast at 8, we have to finish eating by 6 or have our last meal starting at 6. And that's a 14-hour window? What is that? It's window? a 10-hour window. It's a 10-hour window. And then a 14-hour detox. Because, see, that's the body does it naturally. That's what it was set up to do. And you didn't have to think about it. You didn't have to add a supplement. You didn't have to do anything. Your liver detoxifies when you give it a chance. And I will say, though, I do believe that when you eat real, healthy, wholesome food for your dinner, you are so satiated and yes. satisfied that you don't want to go back to the, the refrigerator. Well, this is it. And when, and have for snacks. instance, you have uh, grass fed beef or bison, when, when that food has such a nutrient density to it, you're full on a lot less. And it the, stays with and you. And the way you know when something's a real food is if you're triggered to eat more of it. It's not a real food. You eat an apple, do you go back and get a second apple? Oh, no. interesting. No. So all, all real food has a natural click in the brain that says, I don't want anymore. But put exactly. chips in front of anybody, me included, it's never enough. Exactly. I mean, it's really so simple, especially when you describe it and explain it. And that's why I love these Ask Sherry segments. And I've always you know, gone to you for all my food advice. It's it's really simple. And she puts it in layman, simple terms, don't you think? Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm learning so much. I think the, I think then there's one, we, we could go on and on, but another one that's really um, appropriate for this time of year, and especially for this year, because there's been such a rise in cases, is um, how do we strengthen our immune system to avoid the flu? Well, for every, t- this is the layman's terminology. For every teaspoon of sugar you ingest, you lose about five hours of immunity. Why? Because sugar turns to fat in the blood and look at your bloodstream like a freeway and your white count, the one that gobbles up things that don't belong there, it turns the freeway into jello and the white blood cells are the cars 
and they can't move in that jello. So germs just have a free-for-all, basically. So this and, is why sugar is so bad for us. So less sugar, more health. That's why, again, Sherry taught me a long time ago that children and everyone get so sick after Halloween mm-hmm. because all the children have had candy. Even those that don't normally have candy have had an excessive amount of candy. And you, and you watch it. Just on that note, the way to do it with small children is once they realize everyone else is doing it and they're you they're out there with everybody is what I did with my kids is I set the timer for 30 minutes. They could eat as much as they could cram into their mouth in 30 <laughs> minutes. And it always made them sick, which was fine. And then it was gone. Yeah. You don't dole it out. Week after week and yeah. day after day. That's what I Because you make a it's habit like, then. Go ahead oh. and eat it so you're normal. And you can say that you can't ever say that your mother never let you have candy. But right. then, boom, it just disappeared. It just right. went, went away. It just goes away. <laughs> As you said, Lana, this we could just go on and on and on. And we will. We will have Sherry back. Sherry Swanson from the Swanson Health Center. Sherry's our resident nutritionist. We are so grateful to have her. We have her back on a periodic basis. It's our Ask Sherry show. Sherry, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it so much. Ladies, please check out Sherry at her website, swansonhealthcenter.com. And as usual, we will have everything we discussed right on our show notes at ladiesroadmap.com. One more thing before we go. Ladies, do you have friends or family that have never listened to a podcast, don't know what one is, and certainly need help downloading? So Jamie's put together a fabulous quick tutorial on our website explaining what a podcast is and how to download. Just go to our website, ladiesroadmap.com, and go to the podcast page, and it's right at the top. Thank you for spreading the word about Ladies Roadmap. Thank you for listening to Ladies Roadmap. We'd like to give a shout out to our amazing music producer, Cam Tyler at litloops.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Just go to www.ladiesroadmap.com and click on podcast. It's as easy as that. Or you can subscribe on iTunes and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Ladies Roadmap. And you know what else? We would love to hear from you. Feel free to email us at info at ladiesroadmap.com. And until next week, remember, the greatest part of a road trip isn't arriving at your destination. It's all the wild stuff that happens in between. <laughs>